Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got Marcus Smart throwing threes all over the place. He, he's the most inefficient player I've ever seen, right? He's, he's Patrick Beverly with maybe a little bit better jump shot, maybe? Yo, best. Yo, best. Yo, best. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's all leaving with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can catch me on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. Hit that thanks button as well. Lots to get into today. I got my guest here. My man Black. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, my brother. I'm good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a while. You know, you, you've been in hiding, <laughs> so, you know, I had to get you on the couch and, you know, kind of, we got to talk this out. We got to talk this out a little bit. Oh, we, we are. We are. Yeah. Lots to get into, though, right? We got NBA draft. We got whatever the Knicks did on draft night. We got the Kyrie Irving fiasco that's going on in Brooklyn. What is he going to do? What is KD going to do? We got a new head coach in Charlotte. We thought we had one last week. We got one this week, and it's it's a little iffy for me. We got Yankees talk. You're a Yankees fan. We got Mets talk, which is which is good. <laughs> you know, anytime I speak about Mets, it's fine. Yankees, not so much. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So, before I pan to my guest, a lot of times we... We like to go for the shiny thing. We like to always go for the new thing. Not the safe thing. We like to take risks. We always like the, the fast car. We don't like the regular sedan, the Hyundai. We want to go for the Ferrari. Well, the Hyundai may be better for you, right? Cheaper. Gas efficient. You have a family that's actually good because it's a four-door car. But we love... The fast stuff. We love the bright stuff. And what I saw at the NBA draft is exactly that. I love to call the Orlando Magic NBA Bermuda. There's a reason why I call them that. Because when stars go there or players go there, they disappear after a while. Just like the Bermuda Triangle. Right? The Orlando Magic had the number one pick and decided to go for the Ferrari. Instead of going for the safe pick. Jabari Smith was the overall consensus to me. Number one pick in the draft. You know they compared him to KD. They compared him to all of these great scorers at the next level. He has two way ability. But what did they do? No. They said we don't want that. 
we want the Ferrari. Give me Paolo Bancaro. I'm a Duke fan. I've seen him a lot. He ain't no Ferrari. He's more of a Prius. And that's my problem. So, my man, how do you feel about the number one pick? How do you feel about Orlando shocking everybody and going with Paolo Brancaro? I don't think it was shocking at all. Really? It's Orlando. Okay. <laughs> it's Orlando. I mean, how many mistakes do they make? They just like the Kings. And what you say with it? NBA Siberia? F- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you already know they, what it is. They always make them dumbass mistakes. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like... It's not a shocker. It's not a shocker at all. But do you think that the kid can live up to the hype? Because my analysis on Paolo is the fact that he's talented. I'm not going to hate on him with that. He's very, very talented. But he checks out. And if a kid that early checks out, you can't learn that. There's nothing that you can be able to gain in regards to experience that's going to make you figure that out. It's either you have that motor or that engine or you don't. Or you don't. So for you to try to take a risk on this kid because he there's the, the worldly potential, it can go exactly the way I think it can go, where he might be a solid pro, but he's not a number one pick solid pro. True. Where Jabari Smith has that ability to live up to the number one pick. So... You know, don't they got that other kid? What's his name? The kid coming off the the Achilles injury. Isn't he another forward? What's his name? Um, Isaac. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. So, so they yeah. have Jonathan Isaac. I mean, we'll see. They have a very talented team. They got a lot of guards. Yeah, they got Cole Anthony over there. They have Jalen Suggs. They have Jonathan Isaac. They have now Paolo Barrero. So we'll see what they do. But for me, I think they should have went with. The safe, the safe pick. pick. They should have went with the Hyundai. You know, they, they should have went with the Sonata. I wouldn't buy it. But, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a very solid car. Right? However, there were other teams that were there that did things. You know, I think the, uh, the Detroit Pistons did very well for themselves. Oh. I think that the, the um, Oklahoma City Thunder did well for themselves. They had like a billion picks and they gave up many picks. And they gave up many picks to the team that puzzled a lot of people that night you're a new york knicks you're a knicks fan unfortunately now listen i understand the strategy right like you want to get more picks in other drafts but this was a draft that a lot of teams stayed in because they they loved the talent that was in the draft i believe that the knicks could have got exactly who they wanted to kind of push the uh, the envelope in regards to roster and young players and excitement in this draft but they decided to trade out of the, se- the out of the first round take keels in the second round now what are your thoughts on that like you know nick fans are always miserable come draft night they're always miserable when porzingis got drafted but who's porzingis and then after they saw him play porzingis he's the best he's the best I'm I'm not happy, man. I'm not happy. You're a Nick fan. You're never happy, of uh, course. Nah, but what's the direction? What are we doing? What is the direction? You, I don't never know what the hell they are doing. Right. You never know what they're doing. My thing is, you trade out the first round for what? You had a safe pick there at 11. You could have picked A.J. Griffin. I like A.J. Griffin. You could, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what, are you, what are we doing? 
You know what I'm saying? And you like, know, you know that Homer Simpson doesn't play rookies. Listen, we don't even want to talk about him. We don't even <laughs> want to talk about him. I want him gone. I want Randall gone. I want them both gone. You want Randall gone yeah, too? I want Randall. Oh gone. my goodness. I want Randall. I wonder how many other Nick fans feel that way. Oh, I love Claw, him. you feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's they they just I, I don't never know what they do with me. I just I just want to know what the what the clear plan is, what the direction is, right. and I feel like there is none. So what we got 11, 11 uh was it eleven first round picks? Yeah, y'all got y'all got and eleven next, first round picks and in eleven the next... and eleven second round right. picks. But they're they're just picks. We're not good at picking anyway. <laughs> so who right. we, who we exactly? At? You what can do, have what all, are we doing? You can have all these picks, but what does it matter? This is the team that picked Frank Nilakino over Donovan Mitchell. Right. So I'm not secure with with any of the, with anything that they do. You don't trust them? No, not yeah. at all. Not Why not? All. They're like a snake oil salesman. You know, they say, "Hey, take this. You can be able to fix all the ailments that you have." When really, it's just water in the bottle. <laughs> That's what the Knicks are. Used car salesman, snake oil salesman, same thing. Same thing. I, I feel you. As a, as a Knicks fan, I understand the pain. As a Laker fan, I understand the pain. We, we picked a good player. You know, Max Christie a, is a very good young player. Um, Golden State hit it out the park again, and I can't stand them because they're Golden State. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's, there's some talent in that draft that I just didn't understand why the Knicks would trade out of that. I think... Do you think that they have a bigger plan in place? I'm not going to get to no bigger plan because every time we say we got a bigger plan for this or right. a bigger plan for that, it never comes to fruition. So I just feel like they better not waste money on Jalen Brunson. I'm not on oh, well, I'm I'm not I'm not thrilled with that idea. Well, I listen, I'm not I hate, thrilled with that. I idea. hate to break it to you. You're going to throw 25 million to a player. Yeah. That's averaged 11 points or 12 points for his whole career. He, killed, gonna, he killed this year gonna, though. Yeah, he did, but he still didn't average over 20. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to put him in the starting line. What, what's that going to solve? Well, guess what? They, I mean, they hired his father, so you, you know what that well, is. Well, yeah, of course. He's you know. coming. Yeah, but you know? we'll see. I so, hope he stays with the Mavs. Nah, he's not going to stay. I hope. The Mavs, will, they can offer him the max, but you know the Knicks. They're going to be listen, you can come here. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll try to pay you over. We'll make sure that, you know, we'll, we'll cover the whole contract insurance-wise. You know, if you get hurt, doesn't matter. You still get paid. That's what the Knicks do. So desperate sometimes for players that they just do the wrong thing. A hundred percent. But what are, what, are we, what are we doing with those eleven picks? We trading it? What are we doing? Well, I what's think the, what's the bigger picture? I think what they can be able to do is they can really make a run at Spider Mitchell. But I think I think Donovan has to be the one to initiate to say I want out of Utah. Yeah. And I only want to go back home because he listen. He loves New York, and the fact and the fact that he's a Mets fan just further. Makes me appreciate him. You know? He didn't say, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. He doesn't go to Yankee Stadium. What's the point? What's the point? He goes right there, the Queens. Right? The shots. The shots. I respect. Listen, the the Mets and the Yankees, they're they're both doing fine. We both balling. I will always throw shots at the Yankees because I'm jealous. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I'm jealous. Listen, man, you good now. Your team got money. We, we still ain't win yet. Your team got money. We still ain't win good. yet. They doing good. If I can buy a World Series, then we can do that. But I want to I, I win first. I want one. I want one. The Dodgers got one. Y'all got one. You got one in 85, man. I, I, I want one now. Okay? Red Sox got a few. <laughs> Everybody who's spending money getting World Series, I want one. I want one. It's, your time will come. Just not hopefully soon. They say that about the Jets. When when the time coming for the Jets? Listen, we don't want to talk about the Jets, man. 
Well, you know what I'm saying? Why, why are we pulling my car with my teams, man? Because you're on the couch. Damn. You're on the couch. So I, I have to pull your file. You're a Jets fan. First off, being a Jets fan and a Yankee fan, how does that even work? How does that even work? One makes you happy. One makes you completely miserable. Listen, man, I, I blame my mom, unfortunately, for the Jets situation. That's why I became a Jet fan. Okay. Yankee fan, Don Maddenly. Okay. I'm a first baseman. As soon as I seen Don, Yankees all the way. You know, it makes me feel like it's like it's like one of those guys that's like in a miserable marriage. So it's like you're in a miserable marriage. That's the Jets, and then you have like the the side piece, the side piece. that that makes you that makes you feel young again. <laughs> that's the Yankees. Listen, yeah. man. Hey, I got one team that wins. That's all I'm good. Okay, I respect I'm, that. I'm, I'm cool with that. I respect that. I respect that. I could be a sufferer. Yeah. Now listen, there's other things on the on the docket here. Some big news. And that has to do with the other team across the pond, right? The Brooklyn Nets. Everybody still calls them Jersey because they haven't done anything yet. But the Brooklyn Nets for me right now is chaos. I I don't know what's going to happen. But it's like watching NASCAR and you're just waiting for that car to flip over. That's what it is for me. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, something bad's going to happen, and I just need to get my popcorn. (laughs) Because what they've decided to do was try to fool everybody, right? Kyrie and KD, they were supposed to be Knicks. And then everybody thought that that was going to happen the whole year. You know, KD to the Knicks, KD to the Knicks. And then they pulled the the okey-doke and said, well, We're going to go to Brooklyn. Well, you get what you asked for, right? You're in Brooklyn. You tried to get James Harden when everybody thought that was going to be a bad idea. Now, Kyrie is in a contract dispute with the Brooklyn Nets. He wants a max contract. Brooklyn does not want to give it to him because, obviously, why would you pay somebody who just wants to show up to work 33% of the time? So I understand the Nets side of it. But I kind of understand Kyrie's side of it as well. I think for him, he's like, okay, I'm a star. I chose to come here. You guys didn't recruit me. I came here. I think I deserve this money. Can you really blame him? Because at this point, the Nets tried to play hardball with him last season, right? With the whole vaccine mandate thing. He said, I will sacrifice $18 million dollars. Just to not get the jab. You know, they call it the jab. (laughs) And if a guy is willing to do that, there's no telling what he's going to do. So for him to even hold the Nets over a barrel right now for the big contract extension, I don't think the Nets have a choice. It's either you pay him or he'll walk for nothing and be just fine. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. I, I mean, you can't blame both sides, to be honest with you, because if, you know, if I was the owner, I wouldn't want to pay this man all that money because I don't know if he's going to play or not. You don't know if he's going to show up to work. You don't know what he's going to do. Right. He you may, know what I'm saying? He's one of those people that, you know, Monday morning comes and he just went partying Sunday night. He, you're supposed to be at work at 9.15. He calls you at 9.10 and says that he's he not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Kyrie. That, I'm just not going to make it. I got a little yeah. cough. You know, maybe lie that he got COVID or something. You know what I mean? But 
I, I agree with you. I agree with he, you. He, he, he's a wild card, man. You don't know what that guy's thinking right. at, at any time. And for KD to put himself in that situation, I'd be, I'd be pissed if I was KD. What do you think KD does? I think KD should leave. And go where? I don't know where he gonna go, but he gotta leave that situation. Should because he? if you ain't gonna have if you ain't gonna have Kyrie, if Kyrie just essentially leaves now, because right. he ain't gonna get the bag, what do you have? Right. What do you have with that squad? They the Nets gotta totally rebuild. They're gonna have to totally rebuild. And the only thing that they could collect assets for is KD. They can't get collect nothing for Kyrie. They can get something for Kyrie. Kyrie they can, what they gonna get for Kyrie? Gym bag. <laughs> Gym bag. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, they gift need, card to Applebee's. They they got a lot of they got a lot of work to do if Kyrie don't come back. Yeah, and the rumor mill out there is that Kyrie has been angling to play with LeBron again. And should have never left. Him. They're saying right. They're saying that he is willing to take that six million dollar taxpayer minimum from the from the from the uh, excuse me the uh, the Lakers to play with LeBron. Now, this is my thing about Kyrie. Kyrie made a mistake. He was young. He thought that his star was bigger than LeBron. He thought that he should be on the same playing field as LeBron after they won that championship, and he made a mistake. I'm not going to fault Kyrie for doing that because a lot of young players make mistakes that they feel that they're bigger than what they are. He got to Boston, and he realized that the grass ain't green on the other side, right? Then he's now playing with his best friend. And the problem is the only stable, the two stabilizing forces in Kyrie's life, basketball-wise, have been Mike Krzyzewski at Duke and LeBron James. Outside of those two people, it's been all chaos for Kyrie. Think about it. True. Before, when LeBron left to go to Miami and Kyrie got drafted, they got the number one pick twice out of three years. LeBron comes back. They get to three straight finals. They win one. Kyrie leaves. He goes to Boston. They end up going to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. They realize that he's not the leader that they expected him to be. He moves on. He's now in Brooklyn with his best friend. He's now a part-time player because he just wants to do his own thing. There's nobody to hold him accountable. There's no stabilizing force. KD has never been that. KD just wants to hoop. He's not a leader. He just wants to hoop. James Harden just wants to be at strip clubs all the time. (laughs) You know you're not going to be able to get anything out of him. You You can't even get him on the phone. Can't hear him because he's at a strip club. What do you think he getting? Who? Over there. Uh, hey, he's getting. He's getting. A, he's getting a he's lesser deal. Yeah, he's a getting a lesser deal. He's, he's getting, getting a full max. He's not getting a full max. Nobody in their right mind would give James Harden a full max. If they do, they'd be completely fucking insane. Look like Daryl Morey might do it again. Well, I mean, he's an, he's he's crazy, but he ain't that crazy. He loves James. He's like, listen, I love you, but I ain't gonna give you that money. <laughs> we give you some. We give you like fifty million up front. But you ain't getting no max max. You get the mini max. 
You know what I'm saying? If they trade Tobias, I would watch out for that number figure. Who wants to trade? Who who wants to take Tobias Harris? Somebody will take him. You know, Darren Moore probably throw two or three first round draft picks. Maybe the Knicks will take him. No, yeah, don't 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 stop, man. Don't 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 stop. Maybe the Knicks will take him. Yeah, right? But but going back to Kyrie, it's it's something where it's something where it's um for me it's just I don't know. I I just think that. He needs to go back to LeBron. Not to say that he's tucking tail and going back. It's just the fact that there's some players that make you better. LeBron makes Kyrie better. There's nothing wrong with that. So if they can figure that out, and I'm sure all we need from Kyrie is to literally have him say, I just want to go to L.A. And if that happens, then the Nets have no choice. They really have no choice but to send him to L.A., which if they can get Kyrie and dump Westbrook, I'm talking about just dump him. Like, you know, just absorb the contract. Just tell him to go home. Tell him to go home. Like, we just got Kyrie. You can just go home. Just go home. Gonna have to be wasn't gonna be gonna have to facilitate at least like a three three player deal with that three team three yeah three or fourteen because whatever if you plan to trade Westbrook you have to get another team to take him exactly because the Nets don't want him <laughs> I wouldn't who would <laughs> who would want him? the only person that wants him really is Michael Jordan he loves Westbrook take him take him take him Michael Jordan please man. take him MJ take him take him. You know what I mean? But moving on as well, um, Bradley Beal. Where do you think Bradley Beal goes? Real quick. That's a tough one, man. He's 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 actually one of the toughest superstars to figure out for me. Right. You don't never know what he gonna do. That's facts. Like, and I respect Bradley Beal. For I like him too. Yeah. I, I I like his game, yeah. but I I like his personality. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I like I like him as a person. Right. But um, honestly, I hope he leaves Washington, but. I, Something, something tells me he, he might stay there. If he was to leave, I hate to say it, man, but I think he'd go to Miami. Interesting. I did, like Pat Riley, man, he always be pulling off some sort of move. Yeah, Pat Riley is a, he's a, he's definitely a car salesman. He looks like one too. Slick back hair. <laughs> Slick back. You know what I mean? He, he looks made, he looks like he works for the Miami. Gambino family. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, always has some big rings on. Yeah, this he's somebody that. You gotta watch out for. But I'ma say, I'ma tell you who I think Bradley Beal is gonna go to after the break. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script Podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, listen. Shout out to the Old Even Podcast, my oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, whoa, What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, you, you want to say to the people? Shout out to my young podcast. Yeah, my nigga's enjoying. What's up? Oh, even. Oh, even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this going something. Oh, even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want your all even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. Not all even podcast, right? All even. That's your man? My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. You cool? Is he cool? Let me see. Is he cool? 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 Is he cool?
But the one team that I think people need to really be concerned about is Boston. I think Bradley Beal winds up in Boston. As much as I hate to say it, I can see that happening because what we saw in the NBA Finals with Bradley, or excuse me, with the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors were defensively, Boston was pretty good. But they didn't have another guy to put the ball in the basket. You got Marcus Smart throwing threes all over the place. He, he's the most inefficient player I've ever seen, right? He's, he's Patrick Beverly with maybe a little bit better jump shot, maybe? But you're not going to get much out of Patrick Beverly other than the antics and the chair leading and all that. That's what Marcus Smart is. So if I'm Boston, I give up on Marcus Smart. Because you have a head coach that he's already a defensive-minded guy. He's already got those players to buy in to that defensive concept. You don't need Marcus Smart. You need Bradley Beal. You need a guy that can be able to fill it up and give you some buckets when Tatum disappears, when Jalen Brown is taking wild shots all over the gym. You need somebody who's a stabilizing force. It's kind of like the Boston Celtics of old, right? When you had Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett. Ray Allen, to me, was the stabilizing force. Is that Pierce can go ahead and have his bad games, but Ray Allen, for some reason, never really had bad games for me when he was in Boston. He was very solid. I mean, that was the guy that you had to worry about all the, all the time. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think that shit is crazy. Honestly, I, I didn't even think about Boston, but yeah. that, would be, that would be deadly. And I, and I hate Boston. Who doesn't hate Boston? I hate Bo- Boston anything. Yeah, Boston anything. They Boston were, listen, they were the dummy of the week last week in regards to Boston fans. <laughs> Universally. Don't get me started with that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that would be crazy, honestly. I mean, damn, Jason Tatum, Bradley Bill. And Jalen Brown, shit, that that'd be tough. Man. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. That would be a good look. Yeah, I wouldn't appreciate that. I wouldn't like that. I mean, I wouldn't like it either. So let's hope it don't happen. <laughs> well, something gotta happen. Some divine intervention needs to happen. Maybe the Knicks get him. Maybe I can get him. Don't don't, don't start that talk, man. I'm not, I'm trying to be hopeful I, for the I'm Knicks. I'm not listening to any star player that has to deal with the Knicks until I see it happen. You know that, that that's a that's a miserable point of view. Listen, man, because every year you gotta be optimistic. Thing. I'm not optimistic. I'm a Knicks fan. There's nothing to be optimistic about that team. Well, you you live in Colorado now, so maybe you need to just switch switch listen, sides and be a Nuggets fan. Listen, listen, I see you at Rockies <laughs> games. I see you at Nuggets games. I don't see you on this side no more. I don't see you with MSG. Listen, man, the ticket prices is much cheaper. Oh, than that, that's what you're gonna use. I ticket prices. It. Okay, cool. I can afford that, it. That, that's the that's the excuse you're gonna that's, make. Listen, that, that's the excuse I'm gonna make. Okay. Listen, right. man, when the Knicks come down and they play they play the Nuggets, you root for the Nuggets. No, I'm I'm still root for the Knicks. I saw footage of you rooting for the Nets when when uh when Pete came down. That was a damn lie. That I was saw a it. Damn, you did not see. It's that. on Instagram. It's not dead. Yeah, I saw I saw you rooting. Let's go, KD. I saw you. <laughs> nah. Why Jokic is the two-time defending Never. MVP? You wasn't root for them. Yeah, I was. That's man. foul, man. You know That's damn foul. well I hate the Nets. <laughs> That's foul. But I think yeah, I think Bradley Beal ends up. In Boston, how do they pull that off? Um, I like I said, sign a trade. They have enough, like what Marcus Smart is making, and they have. Remember, they got Marcus Smart. They also have. Um, is the cap is the cap going up this year? I think it's going up slightly, 
But because if, Tatum making like what twenty over twenty? Yeah, he's making, and so is Jalen. Right? right. But if they if they get rid of Smart and some other Smart guys, making? I think Smart is making like, like 17, nineteen 18? something. Yeah, he's making something up there. So if they combine that with another contract that they have, they is, can be able to sign and trade that. Is that enough though? Yeah. If I'm Washington, I don't want Marcus Smart. Why not? Who else are you getting? You got Kyle Kuzma right now. You take him. You might. You gonna. You, listen, I know how you feel. Marcus about Kuzma. Smart is a, is the reigning defensive player of the year. You will take him. I, I don't see Washington doing that. Me personally, they might not have a choice. It's either lose Bradley Beal for nothing, or get something for him. And how many picks do they have? Who Boston? Yeah, because I don't think they have a lot from the Danny Ainge days. Yeah, but even if they don't have any picks, I mean, I think there could be another deal out there more enticing. Probably. Probably. Definitely. Portland. I think Portland did good. Yeah. Portland got Jeremy Grant for nothing. Don't even Bag of Doritos. You know. Don't worry, but Detroit Detroit uh Detroit fixed themselves because the Knicks just helped them. So That was crazy. You know. They they they're fine after that Jeremy Grant trade because they went to the Knicks and the Knicks said, Hey, we we'll help you. Right. They got Jay, we'll give you they got Jay Nivey now. I All thought y'all were gonna get him. Don't, don't don't even start. Man. It's rough. It's, it's a rough life, man. Loses all our lives, and, and, and we still can't. And we I still can't pain. get a first round. We still can't get the number one pick. The since pain back, in your year. eyes right now, bro. It's it's it's, 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 it's a sad. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like as a friend, I should feel bad, right? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, we know. You know. Oh, we know. Got a lot of Nick fans in this room here. Claw's a Nick fan. You know what? He's a closet Golden State fan. He is. He talks more about Golden State than he does the Knicks. <laughs> All the time. Anytime the Warriors in the finals, oh, you see Clay, you're Clay balling, son. You <laughs> right, Claw? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See? He don't, he don't, he don't want to do that. He, he don't want to show his face and expose himself of being a fraud Nick fan. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. What about you, Nicole? You like the Knicks? She hates them. Can't stand them. (laughs) She's just like me. Can't stand them. Oh, man. But moving on, the Charlotte Hornets are... I I don't have a word for them. Fucking weird, maybe. Two words. They... Well, it's not their fault, right? Because they chose their coach... And Kenny Atkinson decided to go back to Golden State. That's not Charlotte's fault. He decided, hey, I don't want to be here. I want to go back to Golden State. Maybe there's a better opportunity that I can be able to have down the road. I think he looked at himself like, I don't want to be a a developmental coach anymore. I want to be somebody who is looked at as a good coach, as an up-and-coming coach, not as somebody who's going to stabilize your young players and then you kick me out the door for somebody else to take them to the next level. But for me, why would you go back to the guy that you fired four years ago? The Charlotte Hornets go ahead and rehire Steve Clifford. Who gives a fuck about Steve Clifford? Like, for me, I I don't understand how you can go back to a guy that was... They had good teams in Charlotte at that point. You had Kemba. You had... They had a playoff-ready team. 
And he, I think he made the playoffs a couple of times in his tenure. I think it was twice they made the playoffs, or maybe once in his four years or something like that. But for you to go back there now with a younger team, do you see Clifford having any success? Because, listen, he is an authoritarian. He does bring some accountability. Do you think it works? I don't. I just don't know what the hell Michael Jordan's doing. Do we ever know? I mean, what what the hell is he doing? Let me tell you something. Anybody that wears cut jeans that are baggy can't be trusted. <laughs> can't be trusted. We all know how he be, how you know? he be wearing his gears. Yeah, he got he got his he got it's his crazy. shirt tucked into his jeans. He, you can't trust somebody like that. You don't know what they're gonna do. You don't know what you you have no idea what's going on in his brain when he wakes up. Because if he can go to his closet and say that's what I'm gonna put on, then why could you why why would you ever trust him? To even decide who the head coach is, right? But my thing is that Dan Tony was the oh, yeah. the runner up to the job behind Kenny Atkinson. Safest. Bet. Why wouldn't you go to Dan Tony? Because as much as I don't, I don't like his style of basketball. It he fits. does get results in regards to making the team more exciting. You have Lamelo Ball. That makes sense. He's always been the the, the point guard whisperer. If, if he gets somebody that can handle the ball, that has passing ability, he normally elevates them. So, for me, why wouldn't you go D'Antoni? I, I, I would love to know what the explanation is. Like, what do you think they should have went D'Antoni over Clifford? I mean, 100%. Right. I mean, like you said, he's the point guard whisperer. Look what he did with the Knicks. Right. He made Raymond Felton be- better. He made, he made Chris Duhon look he like... He made Chris Duhon. Right. Duhon had... What did he drop? The most assist that year yeah. for the Knicks? Duhon was working. <laughs> you used to call him Duhon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, you know, I, we never know what's going on in Charlotte. And he just needs to keep it going. So, Jordan, take Westbrook, too. If you're going to take Clifford... Take Westbrook too. That that that'll make sense. Yeah, that that'll help Lamelo ball out. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I Ter- love it. Terrible move. I love terrible it. move. Terrible move. Now we're gonna go into the the, the Twitter verse right now. There's a story that came up that actually made me laugh. Did you see it? Nah. Skip Bayless said something about a certain player that is on the Los Angeles Lakers at draft night. He said that oh. You know, the Lakers took Max Christie's, another guy that can't shoot, just like LeBron in Westbrook. And do you know what happened? Westbrook answered him and said, yo, you need to keep my name out your mouth. Bah, 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 bah. And I'm like, oh, you got you got mouth on on Twitter. But for me, why does he get so upset about people calling him Westbrook? What are your thoughts on that? He's sensitive. But why? Can't shoot, <laughs> but 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 the, but the truth hurts. Oh no, of course the truth hurts. Right? But a lot of these players these days are just too sensitive. They're way too sensitive. If you can't handle it, stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? Get better. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You making millions of dollars to play ball. Millions bro. of dollars, and you can't Work wake on up. Your shot. You can't wake <laughs> up five o'clock one morning, hire a shooting coach, and say I'm I'm gonna figure this out. You get forty seven million dollars. You can be able to give a, a shooting coach. One million and fix it. Work on your shot. Like, I don't understand these players today. Like, you know what I would do right now for the 47 he getting or whatever he getting? Shit. I'll be in that gym every day, bro. I had the best shot. I don't give a fuck because to me, it don't make no sense. It doesn't. If you want to answer the critics, you want them to start, stop, you know, calling you out, do better. Right. Get better. 
Right. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts on all of these NBA players having podcasts now? Draymond Green. Don't get me started with You him. have, um, I think, uh, McCollum has one. J.J. Reddick is a former player. Um, what are your thoughts on that in, in regards to active players having podcasts and they have their opinions? And it, for me, it just, I don't know, it, it, it's weird. Like, hearing Draymond Green have, you know, his thoughts on a podcast about other players or the situation, I, I don't care. Just play basketball. Like, I, I don't want to be like the people that was on Fox News to shut up and dribble, but just, <laughs> just play basketball. Like, you know, I don't, I don't need, I, I already see you on the court. I don't need to hear you. No, I mean, I feel you on that. I'm, 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 I'm going to play both sides because I feel like it's good to hear from a player for people who don't know the game of ball. Right. You know what I mean? To be able to understand how how it's really played, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. lot of people, there's a lot of fans that just don't know shit. That's facts. You know what I mean? So from from that aspect, I think it's a good thing. You dropping knowledge right now. But from the other aspect, like you said, yeah, I 100% agree. With a person like Draymond, though, but McCullum, I don't mind. You know what? <laughs> you you just changed my mind. The fact that for somebody like me that understands the game, I don't need to hear from Draymond. But for somebody who doesn't understand the game. And they say, oh, look, it's Draymond Green. He must know more about basketball than I do. Let me listen. Okay. So I guess he's appealing to those people. True. Right? But still, it's just... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like 50-50 with it. 50-50? Yeah, I'm I'm 50-50. more like 80-20. Well, oh, we know. Yeah. Oh, we know. <laughs> That's like if, if Westbrook were to have a podcast, I'd, I'd lose my mind. I'd lose my mind. Lose it completely. I'd get out of the podcast game if Westbrook had one. I'd get out of it. Who do you hate more than Westbrook? I don't hate Westbrook. I dislike his game. I don't hate him. Hate is a very strong word. And I think I've only hated a few players after, you know, since watching basketball. Paul Pierce is one of them. And, Claude, who do you think this is the other player I hate? Oh, yes. Oh, shit. I mean, that's another sport. <laughs> that's a throwback right there. <laughs> Good old Gino. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I, I just don't understand the whole thing. So, if they want to continue the podcast thing, that's fine. But I think it just saturates the market because when they finish playing they're gonna have that ability anyway true so i mean you know just just play basketball just learn how to shoot dream on instead of just sitting there and podcasting just just be in the gym for that that hour or three hours that you podcasting that how about that that's why steph curry is good because he shoots he learns how to shoot and he keeps shooting moving on to who i feel is the best team in sports right now we're talking about all sports. Football, basketball, hockey. The best team right now, sorry to say it, is the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees right now are fun to watch. I, the last time I've said that, it's probably when Jeter was playing. They're actually very fun to watch this year. 
Aaron Judge is on pace to hit 60-plus home runs. Stanton looks good when he's healthy. Garrett Cole looks good. You have, uh, what's the guy, uh, other guy's name? Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez. That, he's very good. Nasty Nestor. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I catch myself watching Yankee highlights now. You know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing for me. I normally just laugh at Yankees and, you know, keep it going. But I'm impressed. Like, you're a Yankee fan. You've been a diehard Yankee fan your entire life. Um, what are your thoughts about this Yankees team? And do you see that they have any weaknesses? And if there are any weaknesses, what are they? That's a good point. Honestly, I, I honestly, first of all, I didn't even expect them to be this good. I didn't either. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. I, I mean, and I'm a diehard fan. Facts. Did not expect them to be. I expected them to be good because, you know, we're solid every year, but I didn't expect them to be this good. Right. The thing that has surprised me the most is the starting pitching. Yeah. Starting pitching to me has been, like, incredible. Like, I never anticipated the starting pitching to be that good. Right. I thought that that was our weakest link. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Because I knew the bullpen was good, and then we're, we're always going to smash the baseball. But what I like differently about this team is um, we got more clutch hitting now. You know, you you know, you know, have more. You have different players who could do different things now. It's not just about the home run ball. Right. You know, you got the Isa kind of Falefa. You know what I'm saying? How you say his name? What? I don't even know. It's, it say. sounds like it I sounds like a, a falafel. <laughs> it sounds like a falafel. Right, right. <laughs> Every time I see him, it's, it's falafel. That's what I call him. Falafel. Kind of falafel. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. We gonna got, stick with that. You got guys like him. You know what I'm saying? Who's just gonna put the ball in play? Right. You know what I'm saying? Get that big hit. You don't not worrying about the home run. You know what I'm saying? Working the count like the old Yankees when they were good and they were dominating. They would work pitches. Yeah. That's what they're doing now. That's what I see. And you guys are never out of games anymore. No. no. Like you could be down 7-1, and I look at the score, it's 8-7. Judge hit three home runs. Stanton got one. Yep. It makes me sick a little bit, but I appreciate it. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm happy right now. Here's a question for you, and this one is, this one is really I, I need to know. Have you warmed up to Aaron Boone yet? Have you warmed up to him? Because, listen, if they win the World Series, you know they're going to extend him. Listen, man, I, n- I always told you I never had a problem with Aaron Lies. Boone. Lies. Not, that's not a lie. <laughs> that is not a lie. I said he was a puppet. Okay. He's still a puppet. You know what I'm saying? He was, a, he was a puppet. But now I feel he's doing more things on his own now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? At least from what I'm seeing this right. season. Because in, in, in the season's past, he wasn't doing certain moves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because he was told he can't do that. Okay. So I think he's getting a little bit more flexibility. So you think that year. Cashman is giving him more responsibility? Right. Because when he hired him, he never coached before. So if you a person that's never coached before, yeah, just because you know the game of baseball, but you've never been a coach. So if you've never been a coach, of course Cashman's going to say, well, this is what you got to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not going to do it, we'll just find somebody else who will listen to me. That's facts. That's Cashman. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know I hate Cashman. I still want him gone. But after this year, what, you know what I'm saying? If they win the World Series, he's not going anywhere. So I got to live The man with. is having success and you're talking about you want him gone. I still want him I hate Cashman, man. It's like, how long can you be in one place, man? It's time for him to go, man. Well, like, but who would you get other than Cashman? I don't care. I'll take, I'll take Omar. Give me a, get Omar to come back. That's facts. I'm, I'm I'll, not, take, I'll take Omar like in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? But listen, 
I just think like you know, Cashman is saving himself with the moves he made. I mean, who thought who thought Jose Trevino was gonna be good? Not me. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's good at at getting gems, right? At finding gems. Nah, he's up. yeah, he's definitely a bargain bazaar shopper, oh, yeah. and he finds the gems. One hundred percent. Like he's you know he's that dude that goes to Jamaica Avenue and there's the bin outside of the shoes. He knows how to find the good shoes. You know what I mean? He'll find the two, the matching pair of shoes in there. And yep. people are like, what? Those were in there? I, I, yeah, you got to look. You got to dig deep into the barrel. Yep. That's, that's Cashman. And I respect him for that. Yeah. But still don't like him. Yeah, I mean, listen. I don't, I don't hate Cashman. But I do agree with you at times that it's, it feels like he's outdated. But if they continue to play like this, there's yeah, no reason there's to remove him. Yeah. So... 100%. You know, the Yankees, they're on a pace right now that's, I think, they're they are definitely on a 117-game pace, aren't they? Or maybe lower yeah, than that? I think we're 50, 52 and 19. Yeah, that's now. crazy. 52 and 19. That is crazy. Yeah. I, Do you see any team in the East that can even... The team they playing now. Okay. I think the Ash Until the Yankees... Well, not, well, not in the AL, them. but just in the East itself. Oh, in the, no. No. No not team right in the East, now. right? Nah. Not right now, nah. But you nah. think the Astros are comparable? Yeah, I think the Astros are comparable, 100%. So you think that these are the two teams that might face each other in the, in the LCS? Yeah, that's, as of right now, right. yes. So, I mean, you know, second half of the season, anything can happen. But Facts. As of right now, yes. But okay. the, the most threat to the Yankees, I would say, in their own division would have to be the Blue Jays. Okay. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a believer in the Rays. Right. Not, that, not this year. Especially not the Red Sox. They look like dog shit. Well, right we now. ain't going to talk about the Red Sox. Yeah, so yeah. I don't care about them. We ain't gonna go there. Now, moving on to the real team <laughs> in New York. You know, the team that is in Queens, the team that I love, the team that has all the fun stars on it. You know, we got my man Alonzo, we got Lindor, we got Mark Canna, I love that kid. We got we got Nimmo, we got the pitching, we have Buck Showalter. The New York Mets. First place Mets. Love Buck. Who doesn't? Love Buck. Who doesn't I, love Buck? I told you I want. I told you I wanted. I told you I wanted Buck too. You did. All right? You did. He was the only guy I wanted. That was it. The Mets right now are impressing me. They they are winning games and they've lost so much and they're still maintaining. Oh, Bullpen yeah. is shit. But for them to be able to continue to find ways to win. It's impressive. I'm not a big fan of um, of El Sugar, the closer, but he's he's pitching well. Yeah, he is. He's actually pitching That's well. That's the Buck effect. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, Buck knows how to get the most out of his players. Yes, and that's one thing that this is the reason why I wanted him here. Lindor, to me, I saw it a little bit last year, but I understand why Cleveland loved him so much. I understand why. He plays the game with a lot of excitement, a lot of joy, a lot of passion, and he's starting to understand what it takes to be a leader in New York. Not just a leader, God, it's different here. Oh yeah. And what I loved about him the most last season, after last season, that he admitted things were moving a little too fast for me. Coming from Cleveland, coming to a new league, me being in New York, the expectation is a lot, and I admit that I kind of succumbed to that. I respect that. 
A lot of these athletes, they don't, they don't do that. They don't, you know, they, they don't admit that. And if you have a guy that can do that, I think the sky's the limit for Lindor here. I think, I think Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso is one of the best players in baseball that nobody really talks about. True. He's he's on pace to hit just as many home runs as judges. True. And, you know, it's it's special, man. It's special. You know, what are your thoughts on the Mets? I mean, listen, man, you know, I'm, I'm not a Mets fan, but I've never bashed the Mets because, you know, my mom was a Mets fan. Huge, huge she was she, fan. she was an angel. You know, you know what I mean? But, um, man, I'm happy they're doing good. I like to see when they're doing good because okay. there's no reason that they shouldn't be good. Right. You know what I'm saying? In regards to Lindor, I just think that's the kind of personality that he needed in there because he had Terry Francona in Cleveland. Right. So you bring in another old school Exactly. And Buck Showalter, yes. perfect fit. Yes. Perfect fit. That's a great point. Perfect fit. You're potting right now. So I Respect feel like, that. you know what I'm saying? I'm happy the Mets are doing good. Yeah, yeah. You know, did, I, you, did you know that they, they haven't lost more than two in a row? I know Only's that. Only team in, in baseball. I know that. Only team in baseball. That's my team. Listen, I respect it. You know what I mean? I respect it. I was there. You know, I was there last week. You know what I'm saying? That who, I'm always there. Who do you think their biggest threat is? Because I think their biggest threat's in their own division. The Braves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Braves. People got to realize that the Braves are still around. They're still dangerous. Uh, I think the Dodgers. I, Dodgers. I think the Dodgers once they get healthy, they they just lost I Hudson. The, I think the Mets are better than the Dodgers. Yeah, that's personally, possible. That's personally. possible. I I personally believe that. Real quick before we go to break. Subway Series, World Series. If that happens again for the first time in 22 years. You're flying down. Okay, you're flying down, but who wins? Yankees. Nicole? That's right. <laughs> Claw? He going, he going Queens. Of course. So it's three to one. That's fine, because y'all all three men. No, no, no. We just realists. We just understand what's going on. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? But after the break, we're going to get to the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. And you wouldn't believe who it's going to be. Back after this. Welcome back, y'all. So now, the greatest segment on the planet. Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. I pick Dummy of the Week every week. And I think I got a few candidates today. Few. But there only has to be one winner, obviously. Claw, who do you think it is? Okay. What about you? What do you think it is? I don't even know, man. I, I, honestly, I don't. Okay. I, I can't. Well, maybe maybe Westbrook again for some reason. Okay. For, I the, mean, for, the, for the Twitter for the Twitter I, comment. I mean, that's fair. For the right? Twitter comment. That's definitely fair. May I have a drum roll, please? And the winner for Dummy of the Week, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan is the winner for Dummy of the Week because for me, Michael Jordan, I just, I don't understand it. I don't get it anymore. I don't understand what he thinks. I used to think that I knew basketball. I used to think that people who are in these positions understand what needs to be done. Okay, you went after Kenny Atkinson, you went after a good coach that it makes sense, but you go from the cute girl to the the ugly one, the people that nobody cares about. I don't understand that. Steve Clifford, what, what sense does that make? That doesn't make the team better. 
doesn't make the team better at all. So for me, it's, I don't know if Jordan has the capability of being better. I don't. <laughs> I think that this is just who he is. He's just one of those guys that just maybe takes advice from the wrong people. You know, maybe takes advice from his barber. Probably Phil. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and if he's taking advice from his barber, the same person that gave him that little Hitler mustache when he had it before, <laughs> that, that's, not, that's not good advice, right? It's not good advice. But wait, it's not just Michael Jordan. That's the dummy of the week this week. Sorry. The New York Knicks got to be in there too. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta I give it to the Knicks. I can't be upset at that. I gotta, I gotta give it to the Knicks. I can't be For upset you at that. to pass on all of these players in the draft, and even people who are in the organization, are like, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. I, I, I have no idea. Stephen A. Smith continues to be miserable. You see what you see what's going on with him. You trade out of this draft when there was great players. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. As, as a Nick fan that you are, as other people are, how can you not be frustrated with this franchise? I know what needs to happen. I know what Nick fans need to do. All Nick fans need to go put their shirts and their jerseys in one mass huddle and just burn it. There's another team here. It's Brooklyn. You guys can root for Brooklyn. You got two, you got two stars here. You got Kyrie. You got KD. You got Ben Simmons. You know, Steve Nash, hey, it, why not root for the Brooklyn Nets? Huh? Never. Why? Never. I'd be a Nugget fan before I go there. All right, here's the thing. Would you rather be a Knicks fan long-term or a Jets fan long-term? Pick one. Jets. Jeez, that's bad. That's bad. No. That's bad. No, we in the right. We headed in the right direction. I don't believe that. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. believe that. Yeah, we are. But the Knicks, yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for Knicks fans. I understand the pain. I don't really feel that bad for you guys because you guys are very obnoxious too you know listen the Knicks need a Joe Douglas no you need Jesus (laughs) that's what what you need you need Jesus to be able to come down and save the Knicks nobody else can nobody else can Jesus Douglas that's what we need man shit so for Michael Jordan and the New York Knicks you guys may think that you're winners. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> you're losers right now. But you are winners today for Dummy of the Week. That's all for the show. Black, I appreciate you coming here, man. Yes, sir. It was a uh, good conversation. You know, you need to show your face more instead of disappearing <laughs> and, um, you know, abandoning your family. That's what you do. You know, you're like one of those guys that have like three listen, families. Listen, listen I'm, the mount, I'm the mountain man. Now. You're the mountain man? The okay. Mountain man now, I don't know how to take that, but, um, listen, you know, listen, it's all good. Listen, come, come through to Colorado, man. Come through to Colorado. It's, it's, it's too high up there. I don't I don't really really understand how that works. Listen, man, take you to Rocky games. I'm a Mets yeah. fan. I want to go to Rocky games. Listen, man, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. You're trying, you're trying to convert me. I don't appreciate that. Listen, you'll like it. Man. All right, cool. But uh, until next week, I'll see y'all. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button. My son is the champ, so get over it. <laughs>
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.